right. Hey, good morning. Grace, grace to you. Sumasayo ang biyaya ng Diyos. Are you ready for a grace overload today? You know, grace is a word na madalas makikita mo sa Biblia. There's 125 times makikita mo yung word grace in the Bible. And in the New Testament, halos lahat ng mga letters, like the letters to the different churches, mga kwan, they started out, yung opening was grace to you. And in Ephesians, it says our redemption, we have forgiveness of sins. Isn't that good? Forgiveness of sins according to Okay, not according to how much you repent. We have forgiveness of sins according to the riches of God's grace. And we are to praise His glorious grace, to the praise of the glory of His grace. So over and over, you can see in the Bible this concept, itong beautiful, beautiful message of grace. Everybody say grace. Grace. And Alam na natin na grace is not just a doctrine. It's not a a concept. Grace is a person. Jesus. Jesus is God's gift. For God so loved the world that He graced, He gave Jesus. And last week, sinasan yun dito last week, we talked about different kinds of grace. There's the saving grace. Yung grace, yung gift ng Diyos na nakakapagligtas ng isang tao dahil sa biyaya na huhugasan ang ating mga kasalanan. Na rescued ka from doom, from darkness, from yung papuntang hell na na-transfer to light and papuntang heaven. It's called saving grace. Kung hindi ka paligtas, Wala kang dapat na maraming gawing religious rituals. Ang gagawin mo lang is tanggapin ang biyaya ng Diyos, ang grace. It's not for sale. Hindi ito binibili. Ibinibigay. And you just receive. Dalawa lang po ang pwedeng gawin sa isang regalo. Na may nagregalo sa'yo. You can either accept it, akuin, iuwi, o pwedeng iwanan mo na lang dyan sa mesa. And you reject. For whatever reason. Kama pride ka o kaya hindi ka naniniwala na iyoyan. But for whatever reason, people either accept Jesus, the grace of God, and sila ay maligtas or naligtas na, o hindi tinatanggap ang regalo nito and they become unsaved. How many of you like to be saved? Tasang kamay. <laughs> yeah, that's the saving grace of God. So easy. Madali lang. Tanggapin mo lang yung gift na binigay ni Jesus. His own life. Now, there's another kind of grace. Very easy to be saved. It's instant. There's another grace na ito ay parang prolonged and recurring and it just goes on and on and on. And we call that transforming grace. Ito ang grace, ito ang gift ng Diyos na nakakapag-change ng isang tao. Hindi mo kayang baguhin ang sarili mo. But by the grace of God, He does a work, a magical, miraculous work behind the scenes and binabago kanya from the inside out. Hindi ito na nagbago ka dahil maraming, nag, maraming rules 
or you're trying harder, or tina-transform ang sarili mo, self-improvement. No. This is transforming grace. It's the work of God in you na siya'y nagbibigay sa'yo ng bagong desires. Higit doon, nagbibigay pa siya ng power sa'yo, the power that you don't have before, to change. Titus chapter 2, verse 12 says, it's God's grace that trains us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions. You will not change like that. Hindi mo kayang baguhin ang, you know, sabi nila, yung masarap, yan ang bawal. <laughs> eh, bakit yung bawal, yan din ang masarap? But by the grace of God, He transforms your appetites. And He changes kung anong na masarap sa'yo. And if you have received the grace of God, the transforming grace of God, you know what I'm talking about. Hindi na bagay sa'yo ang kasalanan. Hindi na nagustuhan You're changing it. That's by grace. And the third kind of grace we talked about was the enabling grace of God. See, Apostle Paul, he prayed three times, the major problem would go away. Sabi ni Jesus, no, my grace is sufficient for you to overcome that problem. So, minsan, ang enabling grace ni God is, you know, minsan, miraculously instant, nawawala ng problema. Pero kadalasan, ang miracle ni God, ang grace ni God sa atin, the enabling grace of God, is that it doesn't go away right away. The problems don't just go away instantly. But God gives you the empowering, enabling, yung abilidad niya to beat that problem, to overcome that trial. And when we have problems, when we have needs, the Bible says, go confidently. Go boldly to the throne of grace where you'll receive mercy and find the grace to help you in those times of needs. Yeah? So many times, hindi basta-basta na, nawawala, but those needs can be met, those situations can be handled by grace. Going to that place of grace. The throne of grace. Na kung saan you will have undeserved favor, advantages, assistance, the support, the backing of God. So maski na, sino sa inyo may mga problema? You're facing problems in life. Yeah? Even when you have problems na napakatindi, there's enabling grace for you. There's enabling grace for you to overcome, for you to get through, for you to beat the giants in your life, to knock down the mountains in your life. And today, the, the theme verse for us is Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, hanggang 10. This was, okay, a little background first. This was during the time na matagal na, na exiled ang mga people of God. The Israelites were taken as slaves, captive. At dinala sila sa foreign nations. Na kung saan, naglingkod sila bilang mga alipin sa ibang nations. And for many years, wala yung mga uh, worship and the government and everything sa Jerusalem. Wasak yung temple. That was destroyed by the enemies. It was flattened. Wala ng temple. Lahat ng ginto, lahat ng mga, uh, the ark, everything was just, Torn away, stolen, it was burned, everything was in ruins. Finally, in the foreign country, there became, there came a good king. Na pinayagan ng mga Israelites na umuwi. Sila pa ang nagbigay ng funding. 
ng pera, ng resources to rebuild Jerusalem. So they went back, you know, the leadership of Nehemiah, Ezra, these guys started building and building and they said it's time now to rebuild the temple. So for uh, two years, nakapag-establish sila ng napakagandang foundation. Foundation, di ba? Mauna ang foundation. And I'm telling you, in your life, you need to make sure that the foundation of your life is the right one. You don't start with the windows. You got to start with the foundation. And the foundation, walang iba kundi si Jesus. The firm foundation. You know, it's good kung ikaw ay nag-aaral, nagpapatayo ka ng business, you have ideas, but don't let those things become the foundation of your life. Don't let na, wag kang umasa sa iyong pag-aaral o sa iyong negosyo o sa investments mo, business. Don't, don't let that be the, the thing that you depend on, the foundation that you stand on. The foundation is who is Jesus and what did He do? Hindi matibay na foundation yung, yung itsura mo, talento mo, <laughs> pera mo. No, it should be Jesus. So, and doon for two years, tulong-tulong, lahat ng mga tao, they were out there building the foundation. Until such time na alam mo naman na may mga opposition. When you're doing the right thing, there will always be opposition. When you're serving God, following His ways, there will always be someone to criticize you discourage you. You know, one of the biggest valuable uh, tools of the devil is discouragement. So the people got discouraged. Yung focus nila, nagdrift. They started thinking selfishly, worldly. So eventually, wala nang nagbibuild. Wala nang tumutulong. So wala nang manpower, wala nang pera. The whole work for building the temple just stopped. Ang, na, ang meron lang is foundation, wala nang, hindi natuloy. For two years, they built that. And then after 16 years again, the Lord comes back with this message. He says, it's time to rebuild. It's time to rebuild. Now, in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6 to 10, he says, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Everybody say Zeru. Zeru. Now, siya yung governor nung panahon na yan, governor of Judea. And the word of the Lord sa kanya was, it will not be by might. Not by might, not by human powers, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain? Now, in this word of the Lord, merong pagkasarcasm dito. Sino, sa Tagalog, sino ka? Great. Anong great mountain? Anong great doon? Who are you? Who are you? And he says, who are you, great mountain? Now, this is not a literal mountain. Sino sa inyo minsan, patong-patong, ang iyong mga problema, it becomes like a mountain. A mountain of debt. A mountain of backlogs of works. A mountainous relationship problem. He says, who are you? This mountain. Before you, before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain. Mafaflatanat ka. And he shall bring forth the top stone. Ilalabas 
Zerubbabel. He'll bring out the top stone. Sa ibang version, it says the cap stone or the head stone. That's the final piece of the building. The final uh, brick. The final stone that they will use. And then that's the time na, alam mo naman kapag may ribbon cutting, pag may dedication ceremony, ibig sabihin, tapos na yung building, yun na lang. Pang ceremony na yan. And then, pag nag-cut yung ribbon, dedicate, you know, and then, boom, ilalagay. Lahat ng tao na doon, boom, nilalagay na yung final top stone. Palakpakan, and yay, sigawan na, it's finished. It is finished. Tandaan mo yung phrase na yan. It is finished. And he says, you're gonna bring forth this top stone. Now remember, hindi patapos ang temple. Anong meron? foundation lang. But he says, you bring, you go get the top stone, the final piece, and then you're gonna have shouts of grace, grace to it. Wow. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, the hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation and his hands shall also complete it. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. Do not despise the small things, the small beginnings you will rejoice when you see these things happening. Okay, so Israel was getting ready to rebuild. And the Bible tells us that even though you tried before, there's a time to try again. Sino sa inyo minsan na discouraged? You had a good start. You had a good foundation. Tinanggap mo si Jesus, you know, you, you, you made friends. You know, you started in a cell group or you, you started in a business and you felt like, ito ang plano ng Diyos sa akin. Ito yung dapat direction ng buhay ko. Pero after some time, tinatamad, nawawala ng vision, wala ng passion. And you just felt like, no, it's not working for me. You know, akala ko, this is the way, this is the best thing. And, you know, wala na, wala na, ayoko na. Kailangan ko mag, ano, hanap buhay. And you start going away from what God called you to do. Well, I tell you what, don't be discouraged because the Lord is telling you today, it's time to begin again. It's time to pray again. It's time to not quit, not be lazy, complacent. It's time to pray again. Praise again. Soak again. Reach out, press in again. Seek the Lord again. So kung may mga incomplete things in your life, sino sa inyo may mga incompletes? Maybe your grades were incomplete. O maaring you're facing something so hard, too big, at hindi pa natutupad. Feeling mo yung prayer, hindi pa na sinasagot. Or maybe you have an incomplete house <laughs> or maybe incomplete relationship baka wala na yung you complete me you feel incomplete wala na yung mga you know unfinished maybe incomplete studies or incomplete business idea you started composing a song pero hindi pa natapos you know there's many incompletes in our life seems say you minsan you like bitin incomplete and God started something, but it's fade away. Sixteen years passed, 
And this temple was still not complete. Walang pera, walang manpower, walang tumutulong, seems hopeless. It seems like nothing's happening. But God is a God of second chances. God is a God, even after the second chance, there's still another second chance. Ibig sabihin, and ito ang message ni God for Zerubbabel. Don't despise the small things. You started with a good foundation. You started with Jesus. Hey, tutupara ng Diyos ang lahat ng kanyang mga pangako. He will not, you know, he says there that he who began a good work in you, he will complete it. So it's time to begin again today. It's time to begin again. Yeah. So and don't in encourage yeah. Encourage yeah. Come on, let's rebuild the temple. Let's build this up. And genuine foundation. Nakalipas ng 16 years. Walang nangyayari. But 16 years, no? Kaka discourage yan. But now the Lord is saying, it's time. Rebuild. Come on. Get back to church. Get back to faith. Get back to praise. Get back to prayer. Get back. Come on, start again. You're not, you're, you, you are not down, but you're not out. Seems impossible. But for Zerubbabel, there's this tinatawag na mountain. You know, in the Bible, mountains represent, of course, a high place, high things. Yung mountain represents hindrance. Sagabal. You know, and Jesus talked about what to do when there's mountains. He said, you're going to use the faith and don't doubt in your heart, but say to this mountain, get out of my way. Get lifted up and thrown into the sea. So Jesus talked about removing mountains. Second Corinthians 10 verse 5 talks about we cast down imaginations. We tear down high things that raises itself up against the knowledge of God. So, what do you do when ang meron lang is yung a little bit of hope, the foundation of Jesus, pero there's mountains in your way. Gusto mo maglingkot sa Diyos, but there's problems. Gusto mo mag, magbigay ng malaki sa, sa kaharian ng Diyos, but there's so many debts. You want to move forward, but there's problems in your way. What do you do? And the instruction of God was, Go get the final stone. Now that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense to me. You're gonna go get the the last stone. Esan mo ilalagay yun? Wala namang temple eh. Foundation lang meron. But he says you're gonna go as if it's finished. You're gonna go to the next season of your life with eyes of faith, believing. That which you cannot see. As if the things exist which do not really yet exist. And you're going to call things that are not as though they were. So sabi niya, go get the final stone. You know, the, the corner stone. <laughs> Jesus was the, in Revelation, He's called the Alpha and the Omega. The first and the last. Nibat Jesus is the foundation and the final 
stone, the author and the completer, the finisher of our faith. He says, when you get that headstone, you're going to shout of grace, grace to it. If you read the rest of the story from Ezra and these other chapters, grabe, the people started coming out left and right to help. Masons, carpenters, stone cutters, you know, the money, the materials, it all came out. The miracles began to happen by grace. By grace. And friends, this is the message for us today. I want to share with you how to remove. What does it say in your handout there? How to remove the mountains of problems that come in your life. And there's a secret here. The first thing is to, number one, to identify your mountain. Okay, now we're not talking a literal mountain. Don't tell the mountain there to really be thrown in the sea. Magagalit sa yung mga tagabagyo. So, it's not literal mountain, but when you, you know, God understands how you feel. Okay, even God calls it the mountain. Because He knows when you feel overwhelmed. Sino sa inyo minsan you feel overwhelmed? It's too big for me. It's too uh, impossible for me. But here's the secret. Sabi sa Zechariah, you're going to say, Who are you, O mountain? O great mountain, sino ka? And what you're going to do is, you're going to recognize, identify kung ano yung mountain mo, but you're going to compare the big problems to a bigger God. Are you getting that secret there? Yes, I know you have mountains of sickness. Maybe there's mountains of debt. Maybe in your family there's mountains of problems, family problems. Maybe your ego is a mountain and you just can't get over your pride. Or maybe in your job, may mga mountains of problems. Or in your health, there's mountains of fat. Or maybe there's mountains of diabetes or mountains of problems. Nagloading ba? Alright, just sing it, sing it lang yan. But when you've got mountains, when you've got problems that needs to fall down, that needs to disintegrate, identify that mountain and you match it up. You say, who are you? Finances? Okay, that's small. Because, you know, it's not good to compare yourself with other people. But I'm challenging you to compare your problems, the biggest problem you have. Not compare yourself to other people, but you compare your problems to a bigger God. Put the problem side by side with God. And makikita mo na, anong great mountain? Malit lang yan. Financial problem, debt, no, small. Relationship problem, yeah, we'll be friends later, don't worry. You know, all kinds of problems, you can compare it to a bigger God. And you'll say, who are you? That's nothing. My God is bigger. My God is greater. My God will take care of this mountain. And you recognize that it's beyond your ability to fix 
You know, this is the problem. We try to fix everything. Lalo na tayo mga lalaki. We're fixers. We want to take care of everything. We're fixers. We want to solve the problems and, and make everything happen with our own strength. Talino. But we have to humble and recognize this is really a mountain. It's nothing compared to a bigger God, but it's beyond me to fix it. It's impossible for me. And you recognize that it can only be done by God's Spirit. Not by might. Not by power. Not by your savings. Not by your degree. Not by your business. Not by your intellect. Not by your connections. Not by your physical strength. But by my Spirit, says the Lord. You're going to be shouting grace. The undeserved favor of God. And you recognize that, hey, God can make a way where there seems to be no way. You know that song? There will become rivers will show up in the desert. And God says, I'll make a highway in the wilderness. The thing that cannot be pulled off by might, by the might and strength of man. When God's Spirit comes on the situation, when God's Spirit is in you, kahit anong classing mountain, magiging flat. Alright. So you identify that mountain and compare it to the bigger God. Pangalawa, get a hold, a strong hold on the headstone of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the head or the final stone. Siya yung foundation, but He's also the finisher, the completer. So, ang gagawin mo is you use your faith and you hold on to your faith in Jesus. Sometimes I talk about you get a mahigpit na paghawak sa shield of faith. You're holding a shield of faith and you don't let your shield down. Yan yung pang block mo. In this state, you're getting a hold. You go get that final stone, that top stone. Hawakan mo yan. Because that's Jesus. And Proverbs 18.10 says, The name of the Lord Jesus, the name of the Lord, is a strong tower. And the righteous run to Him. Run into it. And they're saved. <laughs> you know, whatever mountains you have in your life, here's the secret. Jesus demolished mountains at another mountain. That mountain was called Mount Calvary. And at Mount Calvary, in kung saan na crucified si Jesus, He said this word and it shows that he is the capstone, the, the final stone, the finishing touches of whatever God is building in your life. When he died, before he died, he said, it is finished. The cap, top, headstone. So at Mount Calvary, Jesus conquered all the mountains. Kahit anong mountains sa buhay mo, 
you go get your hands. You go get your faith around Jesus. And number three, here's it. This is the good part. You're going to shout grace to it. Everybody shout grace, grace. Yeah. You know, lahat ng hindi mo kayang gawin, ginawa ni Jesus. He died on the cross. He, 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 Jesus is not asking you to go to the cross and die. Nagawa na niyo yun eh. God is not commanding you that you have to live a perfect life and never make mistakes. Jesus already did that too. On your behalf. What the Lord is asking us to do is what we can do. Which is believe. And shout. Believe and shout. Believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. Romans 10, 9. And confess sa gamit ng iyong bibig that Jesus is Lord. And what will happen? Maliligtas ka. Miracles will happen when you put this combination together. What is this combination? It's believing in your heart and speaking with your mouth. The instruction was not to think grace, grace to it. Jesus did not say, if you think in your mind that this mountain will be lifted up and thrown into the sea, he did not say, if you think in your mind, it will happen. He said, if you speak, everybody say speak. If you speak to the mountain and don't doubt in your heart, boom, whatever you say, Right? It's a combination of not not believing in your head. Because you have doubts. You know, you say, well, uh, Pastor Tim, uh, this mountain of problems will go away. But I don't understand how. I don't believe how. Wala akong nakikitang solution. Understandable. Friends, you're not, hindi ka nag-iisa. If you have doubts in your mind, I have doubts in my mind too. The faith that God is looking for is not the, not, not the brain activity. It's the faith in your heart. That's why the psalm, he said, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you. It's faith in your heart that you say, I, I, I want to believe. I believe. Like the man said, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. He believed here, but he has some doubts here. We all have some doubts sometimes in our brain. Tandaan mo, just because you think it doesn't mean it's yours. Satan is always putting doubts in your brain. When you have doubts in your brain, just because... You watch too much Facebook, television, watch the news. But deep in your heart, don't have a doubts there. When you believe in your heart and you shout with your mouth, <laughs> the miracles will come. 
You expect the miracles. See, Jesus taught us to speak to the mountains that needs to be removed in our life. And expect miracles not because you've been good. You don't earn the miracles of God. God will not do favors in your life because you've been a good girl or a good boy. You shout grace to it. Grace means undeserved. You shout grace to it. When you shout grace, provisions and influence and favor will start flowing. Remember in uh, Joshua, he was the leader of the Israelites noon. And they were facing a very big city called Jericho. Napakakapal, mga kapal mga walls. And they have, they have these walls. This city is blocking their promises. The promise of God, the promised land. And sabi ni Joshua, kasi alam niya na baka sasabihin ng mga Israelites na negative words. So sabi niya, don't talk. Kasi kung magsasalita sila, baka magrireklamo, baka matatakot. Oh, lucky-lucky sila. They have weapons. They're big. We're like this. Yun ang nangyari sa Moses' generation. But Joshua said, don't ruin this. Don't say negative words out of your mouth. March na lang kayo. So march sila once a day for six days. And on the seventh day, you march around the city seven times. And when I give the signal, you shout the shout of victory. Wala naman silang weapons. But when they marched around, as soon as they shouted by grace, the walls of Jericho fell down flat. <laughs> and Ezekiel, the, the, the Lord told Ezekiel, prophesy, speak out to these dry bones. And when he spoke to them, the dry bones started coming to life. He was not told to think about what could happen. He was not told to, you know, imagine. He said, speak, prophesy, speak to those bones. Speak to your mountain. Shout grace to it. You see, words are multipliers. Whatever you speak, multiplies. So ang tanong ko, before we end, what are you shouting? What is your shout these days? Are you shouting like the Moses generation? Na, oh, we're weak. Kahirapan. We're poor. I quit. Yung ba ang sigaw mo? Ano bang sigaw ng weak, weak, work week mo? Anong shout mo sa bahay? Anong shout mo in your studies at your work? Are you shouting failure? Unworthy? Divorce? Are you shouting, I'm a sinner? Are you shouting, cancer? Sakitin? Kahirapan? Ganito lang kami? What are you shouting? Because what you're shouting will affect what you're experiencing. So I want you this time to get in your mind an unfinished... mo. Bring up into your mind right now an unfinished, incomplete work of God in your life. Something that God had started in your life. Something that, of course, Jesus is the foundation of that. 
Because in just a moment, we're going to shout grace to it. We're going to shout grace. We're going to get a, a capstone of faith and shout grace to it. You know, the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Does it say, let the redeemed think so? They're going to say it. Everybody say grace. grace. No, don't whisper grace. It didn't say you get the capstone with, sh- with whispers of grace. It said shout grace. Grace. <laughs> Not once. Now listen. Not once. He was told shouts of grace, grace. Bucket, bucket dalawa. Do you ever think about that? I, I, I looked at that. Many, many times Jesus said something twice. Right? He would say, Martha, Martha. Bakit di ba sapat na yung one word na Martha? Martha, Martha. You know, you're worried about so many things. Simon, Simon. He would say, Jesus would say, verily, verily, I say to you, truly, truly, amen, amen. And then he would say, why the repeat? Jesus pa, hindi ba sapat na isa? But here's the thing. Of course, Jesus is adding emphasis. Okay, so parang nag-supercharge yung grace. Hindi lang grace, but grace, grace. But here's the point. You're not just going to shout grace one time on Sunday morning during the sermon. You're going to need to shout grace again Thursday afternoon. You're going to have to shout grace again tomorrow morning. It will not just be a one-time, one-shot grace shout. You're going to have to go around with grace as the theme of your life. Not by might, not by power, not your own strength, not because you're good, but because of the undeserved gift of God on your life. You shout grace to that debt. You shout grace to the tuition bills. You know, you're going to shout grace to your exams if you're a student. You have a broken heart. You shout grace to your broken heart. You shout grace to that hurt feelings. Shout grace to your family problems. You got, you know, painful memories. You got hurt feelings from the painful memories, the abuse. You shout grace to that abuse, grace to that shameful habit. You look in the mirror and shout grace, transforming grace, redeeming grace. You shout grace to whatever problems that no one can solve it. But God has said, I'll make a way where there seems to be no way. Grace, you got problems that need solving, needs that has to be met. You shout grace to it. Grace to your fears. Fear of the future. Fear of what, what people say. Fear of what people will do. You shout grace, grace to that attitude of greed, that attitude of bad attitude, lust. You shout grace to that anger. Shout grace to the jealousy. Shout grace to selfish, selfishness. The enabling grace of God. You shout grace to it. Grace to my life. Grace to my home. Grace to the unfinished uh, Baha'i, you shout grace to it. Go to your refrigerator and you shout grace to your refrigerator. You shout grace to your parents. Shout grace, grace to your children at your school. Come to church shouting grace, grace to it. 
I'll give you 30 seconds. I want you to shout grace to your mountains. I want you to shout grace to what God has started in your life. Come on. Stand up on your feet and shout grace. Grace, Jesus. We pray grace to our families. Grace to the problems in our lives. Lord, we speak grace to the financial problems. Lord, grace to the bad attitudes. We say grace, grace to it. By your, not by our might, but by your power, by your grace. Lord, change it. Level those mountains. Bring that mountain of problems down. Bring those walls down in Jesus' name by your problem. Lord, by your power. Hear ye, hear ye. Grace, grace. Come on. One more time. Five, five more seconds. Speak it out. Say grace. Grace to my parents. Grace to our children. Grace, grace in Jesus' name. Woo! Amen.